Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing for pop culture and tell you about it. Uh, I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we are continuing the reboot reboot. Reboot. The Guardian Code. Some of the stuff we were afraid of from this episode didn't happen, which is nice. Yeah, a lot of the menstruation stuff. Yeah, they left that out. But uh, we're watching Emotional Rescue. What was that? Emotional Rescue? That's not, you said Emotional. Em- emotional. Emotional. No, emush. Emotional? Emotional rescue. I don't think I did. You did. You said emotional rescue. Well, it's recorded. I'll figure it out later. <laughs> and you'll cut all this out when <laughs> you find out you were right. Or I was right. Or someone was right. <laughs> well, it's definitely one of us. Uh, and in this one, uh, Vera uploads a puberty patch. Yeah, that's only activated by music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it gets introduced weird and kind of stays weird throughout. I think the best thing about these episodes is that they're real they're fast. It's Everything true. happens and then it's over. Like it's not none of it's painfully long. <laughs> I think that's what makes this show okay. And then we only watch one a week. Yeah. Slogging through the inhumans was really hard. Oh, it was so long. And then you'd have to talk about it. You'd watch it for fucking forty five minutes and then have to talk about it for forty five minutes. <laughs> it's terrible. We're never doing an hour long show ever again. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Some of the very worst shows are an hour long. I don't give a single fuck. Anyhow, do you want to start this thing? Yeah. Emotional Rescue. We open up in the cafeteria at Alan Turing. High school. Our kids are just standing in the middle, being jerks, blocking the way, and dancing. Just just the four of them just dancing like no one was watching, I suppose, because uh, no one is watching. Yeah, it's super weird that nobody is concerned with these idiots in the way. Video game high school is weird. It super is. Uh, Vera's there also, but because she's a robot, she doesn't know how to dance and wasn't participating. And to be fair, uh, Trey was doing the robot, so he took all of her moves. <laughs> um, but she gets up and she notices that the beat is both insidious and pleasant, which is a weird combination of words. But she explains how she doesn't feel, so she doesn't, you know, feel compelled to dance. And then she awkwardly moves around in an emulation of dance. Austin does the whitest guy dance ever, too. Just sort of, like, moving his fists around. And like... He's, yeah, he's just trying to go unnoticed in the back. I get it. <laughs> but then Tamara stops her because she's bad at it and tells her that everybody's programmed differently. Hint, hint, hint. As to what's to come. Get it? Um, she's, she's a robot. Yeah. And Tammy says that it's, you know, it's it's a feeling thing. And then she uh, stops her phone from playing by using the voice recognition Alex. A-L-Y-X. I mean, I know legally they probably couldn't use Alexa or yeah. Google or whatever, or but it's just funny. <laughs> yeah. Also, A-L-Y-X has a boy voice, which I thought was weird. I think you can set Siri to be a boy voice. I suppose that's true, and I suppose it would still respond to the word Siri, but whatever. But Yeah. Uh, you can change the accents on Siri, too. Mine's Australian. <laughs> of course. Believe it or not. I believe it. Uh, one, because you had already told me that, and also you like people what talk in Australian accents. I'm an Australiaphile, <laughs> just like you're a, Jap- a Japanophile. It's most of Asia. I like all those big scary birds. <laughs> scary birds. And there's no actual earth there. It's just a mound of writhing spiders. <laughs> yeah. But so, if your Melbourne is nice. <laughs> so Vera goes down to room zero to reprogram herself, and uh, Tammy tries to buy herself some kale chips. But her cl- card's declined because Megabyte is attacking... The Global Village Bank Cyber Headquarters. 
so her card gets declined and she gives up immediately. I don't know if you noticed when that little robot that lives in the internet was typing on his computer, you could see uh, like a virtual representation of Tammy's card oh, really? swiping. Oh. Yeah, I didn't notice that the first time. <laughs> I may have just confused it with like dropping code because there's a lot of that in this episode. Oh, also. no, it was like off to the side of the computer on ah. like a swipey thing, just like her, like she was doing in real life. Ah, okay. But meanwhile, in room zero, Vera has already created a complex human emotion thing and uploaded it to her her people self. Yeah, I mean, I guess her brain is wireless. She doesn't have to plug anything into her butt like I assumed she would have to. And I would have assumed she'd have a USB port like behind her ear. Not in her butt. Yeah. It'd make more sense to have it connected to the brain. I mean, the butt's connected to the brain. Not, like, directly. It's There's, like, a spinal cord that goes from your butt to your brain. <laughs> I guess. Look it up. You look it up. Uh, but she starts toggling through the various emotions as uh, represented by emojis. Emojis and various music. Yeah, I don't... We. It was impossible to tell if the music was diegetic or not, but uh, she definitely felt angry, sad, happy, and in love, at least. I think there was a couple more, but those were the big four. Megabyte has his sentinel army attacking the the bank still, and uh, the the sorcerer pops up and <laughs> tells him that this is just pla- part one of the plan. It's always part one of the plan. Yeah, maybe tell him the whole plan. He always has so many tears to his plans. Yeah, it doesn't need to be tiered. You can just lay out, this is the plan. You're going to do this, and then this, and then this. You don't need to surprise him in the midst of an attack. This is why your plans always go down in flames, the sorcerer. Um, He got that big, shiny computer sky. <laughs> That's how they can't track him, because he created his own internet. Yeah. Um, But there's more Sentinel on, I don't know, antivirus software violence. They're on, like, a big clock. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> the, the bank lives in cyber gears? Yes. Oh, and meanwhile, in the Department of Internet Security... You know, that prestigious... <laughs> government office i guess it's just people watching the internet i guess lots and lots of creepy porn stuff there's uh an agent in front of a computer who notices some dark code but uh, from from a bunch of numbers he will, he's able to deduce matrix style where this attack is happening yeah. and what's going on um and vera has also noticed the attack and has summoned the guardians she I, I feel like a text isn't the best way to get them there. I mean, I know they're teenagers and they're always looking at their phone, but sometimes you don't get a text. I, uh, because they're in school and shouldn't have their shit exactly. on? Exactly. Like, the Power well, maybe, Rangers had maybe those Maybe she watches. came on the overhead. The Power um, Rangers had those watches that made that awful sound, <laughs> and you knew what was happening. Like, you get texts all the time. Like, you can just ignore them. Yeah. Maybe she came over the overhead and was like, can the following students please report to room zero? Like the overhead projector? <laughs> no, like the the PA system oh. throughout the school. I was like, that's just the light bulb <laughs> in a mirror. <laughs> but Vera is set to angry when they come in and she yells at them until she flips the switch to love. And as they go into the internet, she tells them that she loves them all. And it and gets fucking Parker all boned up. Yeah. He, I don't know what happens to a, an erection when you go into the internet. I think it just becomes one with the internet because that's kind of what the internet's for. One big racist erection that's right but vera is angrily t- explaining to them that she installed an emotional plug-in and uh she's mad that they always assume that she knows everything and it's well you're connected to the yeah, internet you and literally, you do you created this i think so 
but the actress what plays Vera is getting to be more than a robot person, which is nice for her. She's she not. To, she gets to blink, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, that's what being a people is. You blink. But they call a Megabyte Mega Dork, and it really tickles Vera. She just giggles. Uh, Austin tells her to pull herself together because she was giggling so hard, and then she decides everybody hates her. She's very much as though she just became a teenager overnight and is dealing with a whole lot of emotions. It, yeah, it, uh, that would happen. But to calm her down, Tam Tam uh, asks Alex to play Good Vibe Playlist, and it, it works immediately. Sky, do you have a Good Vibes Playlist? I what's don't. on it? Tell me what's on your Good Vibes Playlist, Sky. I How much Kobe Calais is on your Good Vibes playlist? I don't know why you always asso- associate Kobe Calais with me. It's Sarah Bareilles that I love. Oh. <laughs> but you just have Sa- Kobe Calais in your head. It's weird. It's the, it's the only contemporary uh, singer-songwriter lady that I know. What about Sarah Bareilles? I don't know who that is. You absolutely know who that is. I know. She won uh, a Tony. You should, uh, for Waitress. Yeah. We have that album on vinyl in this house. Oh, I have it on cd you should you should probably talk to my wife <laughs> you want to take my wife to go see waitress you, well maybe not waitress but i'd like to see sarah Bareilles in concert oh. she wants to see waitress I'm i not think big. it already came and went yeah it did I, musicals aren't my thing but they're good sometimes uh my goodbye cl- playlist is the 293 christmas uh, <laughs> 293 song long christmas playlist that i listen to on spotify every day <laughs> that i have been listening to since november 4th <laughs> At work, they just put on a uh, like a Christmas playlist from X Syria or XM Radio or something, uh-huh. and somehow it's still just the same twelve songs over and over. I mean, there's only like twenty songs, and I mean like the same recordings. Oh, okay. Like they come up a lot in cycle, and it's so strange because there's like four thousand different versions yeah, of the Little Drummer Boy. There's so many of everything. The Little Drummer Boy is the worst of all of it them. It really though. is. <laughs> it goes nowhere, and it takes forever to get there. <laughs> Dominic the Christmas Donkey is my new favorite. <laughs> it's terrible. I'll play it for you later. Do you know it? I don't. Oh. But it has a great title. It, uh, they use the word paisans. Do so, they? Yeah. Just, like the just, an Italian phrase? Uh, yeah, he's an Italian Christmas donkey. Oh, okay. You know the Italian Christmas donkey? I know nothing of it. His name's Dominic. I remember Mario yelling, hey, paisanos. Uh, that's that's the only reason I associate that, that. And I believe the uh, the chef drummer from the Chuck E. Cheese band also uses the <laughs> word paisans or paisanos. Why wouldn't he? So, those, <laughs> that's how uh, cultured I am, is all of the Italian I know is from the beginning of that Mario Brothers show and from the robot in the Chuck E. Cheese band. <laughs> yeah, my favorite Christmas song is The Elf's Lament by the Bare Naked Ladies uh, and Michael Buble. That one's really good. It's, it's is about... Michael Buble on that song? Yeah. Is he? He is. I didn't know that. Yeah, me either. I just thought it was one of the other guys what me sings too. before uh, Ed quit. It's definitely before that guy uh, got caught doing all that cocaine and left the band. Um, But yeah, Michael Buble guests in there. That must have been before Michael Buble was like super. I think it was very early on. Yeah, yeah. because that's been around for a long time. We listened to that song last night. It came up on my Spotify playlist, my Good Vibes Spotify (laughs) playlist. Anyway, Mega Dork. Uh (laughs) We could just talk about Christmas music. Maybe maybe this time next year we'll have a different podcast about Christmas music. Something's brewing in my brain, and there's not enough time before Christmas. This year, anyway. Yeah. I'm going to start doing some... Actually, I already have started doing work. Anyway, we'll talk about it uh, later. You have the remote. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for you to do it. (laughs) I realized that was what happened. (laughs)
Uh, but the Guardians <laughs> notice that Megabyte is there, and we need to go fight Megadork. They stick with Megadork for this episode. They don't throw out other ones. I think the writers realized that they were running out. Yeah, you can't use three in episode. Cause <laughs> you, you've already been picked up for a second season. You need, <laughs> you need to Boss! throw this out. Uh, so the the Guardians jump out, and instead of using their individual flyy things, they just stand on the broken uh, internet thing. I don't know what the hell to call this place. It's the, the it's digital the, bank. It's yeah, it's the the cyber location for the Global Village Bank. <laughs> Everything's so far apart in the internet. <laughs> like everything is just by itself. I think that's how we could we could solve the overpopulation problem is if we just digitized half the population and put them in the internet. Yeah. But uh it's slightly less genocidal Thanos shit you're saying. <laughs> There's nothing genocidal about that. They lived. I said slightly less genocidal. Yeah, but there's nothing genocidal about that. There's nothing genocidal. It's finding about more you. places for them to live. Anyway, Trey brings out his mega, his fist fraggers or whatever, and he jumps around instead of using his Buzz Lightyear wings. Uh, so we cut over to the abandoned warehouse where the sorcerer is typing on various keyboards. His plan is to steal money from this bank. Um, which is actually a good plan. Yeah. And I feel like it could could have happened with a lot less pomp and circumstance. Like, it's already been picked up by the news that the bank has is in the process of being hacked or robbed or something. Right. Which you think the bank would have wanted to keep quiet. Right. And also, like, how how did, did anyone from the news find out so quickly? But whatever. Um, I mean, it's a good plan, just executed terribly. What was his plan with the distraction with the cat? What was he going to do then? That was, wasn't that him getting the the internet box? Was it? I don't remember anymore. Because at first he wanted the power out, and then he wanted to get that internet box. And then he... Uh, then Megabyte just wanted a bigger army. Right. Now this. I don't know what his plan is. He doesn't seem to have one. Yeah, his overall plan is... Uh, his chaos. overarching plan. He is chaos. So, the Sorcerer sends in a worm virus it looks like uh kind of like a sarlacc except more mobile it looks like it isn't it more like a like that like in beetlejuice the sand worm i can't tell you i've never seen beetlejuice oh it's actually surprisingly good i didn't see it until like real recently Mm. and i thought it was one of those movies that just i hadn't i didn't remember it from my childhood so it wouldn't be that good but it actually did hold up it was all right now you have the remote (laughs) it's over there you have to aim it that way uh, it's not the best location because I'm constantly pointing it at the TV and it doesn't work. <laughs> I believe you. I just don't I think, know. I think there's some kind of word, worms in Doom, Dune too, but I don't think I've ever seen Dune. I, I have not. Thought about reading it, but I don't think I could do that. I think it's not supposed. To, I think it's supposed to be a bit of a slog. <laughs> a book about the desert? How? <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyway. So the the worm uh, turns on its drill face and uh, hops into like it just goes straight through the 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 floor they're standing on, the gear. Yeah, I, it's difficult to describe. It's like it's like they're in Cogsworth Cogs, <laughs> the factory. No, they're at Spacely Sprockets. Oh yeah, Cogswell Cogs is the competitor. Oh yeah, he's the bad guy. Uh, for anybody too young to get that, fuck you. So Vera still pe- have... are people listening to this? Don't know what the Jetsons are. I mean, they could potentially exist. We are watching a fairly new cartoon. Holy fuck. Yeah, we're old, dude. I mean, the 
original Jetsons were long before our time, too. Yeah, but they're not being shown anymore because there's more content. Uh, I think you probably catch them on Boomerang. Um, Maybe. But also, when have you heard anybody... Outside of this house, yeah. talk about the Jetsons. Not not often. Same deal with the Flintstones. The nobody, uh, you know, under the age of twenty thinks that they're anything more than like a cartoon ambassadors for fruity pebbles. That's true. It's weird. It's I, and it's I guess just, vitamins. I mean, I get, It's just weird because like Flintstones and uh, and like the Jetsons and things like that and old cartoons weren't on anymore when we were children, but we still saw all of them. Yeah, they were in syndication. Yeah, but th- but now, like, I don't know. There's are other people, cartoons. Are people who were our parents' age, which I guess is us, like, are people who are our age <laughs> showing their children, like, Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy, and they're like, in my day, this is what cartoons were like. Probably not Ren and Stimpy, but... Because it, it, it's a little gross. Yeah, and terrible. Uh, I mean, it's all right. I've never seen an episode that I liked. Granted, I hate seen, everything. Well, there's that, and also I've only seen like three episodes. Oh, it's fine. It's I, about farts. Yeah, boogers and I, stuff. I I very much didn't like it when I watched whatever it is that I watched. There was one episode where, uh, which one's which? Ren is the the chihuahua. Okay. Stimpy's the cat. Yeah, the cat farted and then spent the entire episode trying to find the fart. Well, that's the Christmas one. Oh, yeah, that's the one I saw. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> Classic Sky. <laughs> anyway, um, or Vera's having a, a freak out still, and Tammy tries to stop her playlist, but all of a sudden, Alex stopped listening, and there's a panicked, Alex, Alex, stop the music! Well, uh, Vera cries uh, because it's playing a sad song. It's on shuffle, so it's not just her good vibes uh, fan. And it just said track one, so she must have fucking music loaded on there that isn't labeled, and that's infuriating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back at, uh, what the fuck was this place called? Internet the Security? Internet Security Bureau. Uh, the, the ISB. The fellow from the before. Bowel syndrome. <laughs> he is no, wait. Like, ISB. Damn it. Go the, on. The guy from before is trying to isolate the dark code, and the sorcerer is you know counteracting that and it's a typing battle uh meanwhile vector decides he's going to go after the worm and instructs everybody else to keep fighting the sentinels the alpha tries to uh, attack him but he just grabs austin grabs the lance and just jumps in the hole and then he runs down a hallway or something yeah the worm is you know basically ignoring all of the security and just killing everybody and then there's a laser grid down a hallway because, of course, there is. Because it's in the internet? Yeah. It's an obstacle. A barrier, he calls it. An obstruction. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the sorcerer just tip-taps on his keyboard. and His greasy-ass keyboard. It's real gross. And the worm just goes straight through it. The lasers don't hurt it. And Austin does uh, like, like a flip a gymnastics event through the, the various laser beams. Well, he does... Um snowboarding so oh well that's true he does snowboarding i thought that for a second because he throws the uh the lance under in between the uh the lasers and i thought for a second he was just gonna flip over through them and just use that to surf through the rest of them (laughs) but it was just him throwing it so it's not in his way if this was the original reboot that's what would have happened (laughs) it would have been super 90s (laughs) the original reboot they had those boss 
disc thingies that they oh, yeah, throw you just and threw then, in the ground and yeah. it, like it would out. spin out into two little discs that yeah. you'd stand on. That was pretty rad. Trying to keep both of those on their feet, at, on the action figure's feet. Was, <laughs> like, inevitably, one of them would always, like, slip off and, like, it would hang weird while you're trying to fucking play. <laughs> I can imagine. Meanwhile, back in the real world, Vera has wandered away from the computer terminal and is just sitting down on the teleporty disc area, crying and holding the phone that's playing the sad music. And instead of, like, she, <laughs> she's gone through pretty much the entire song and hasn't hit skip. Sometimes you just want to feel sad so you can feel something. And then she does. And it changes to a rock music. You shouldn't sit on those teleporting discs, especially like that. Only Haffy is going to get teleported yeah. into the internet. <laughs> You're going to leave your legs behind, and that's bad. So, like, it starts playing a pretty generic rock music, and she starts headbanging as though it's, like, metal. And she's got a high ponytail like Ariana Grande, and it's just flying everywhere. It's the only fact about Ariana Grande you know, isn't it? <laughs> I also know that she's Italian. Oh, okay. Uh, end of things I know about her. Um, so Vera starts furiously typing on the keyboard and adds guns to but their spaceship. But with only, I think, her middle finger or her ring finger? She yeah. types really weird. I bet the headbanging wouldn't have helped, but she, she accomplishes the goal pretty easily. She gives the Kodak, which is their ship, uh, weapons, and it flies around and just blasts all the bad guys dead. Yeah, there's a... a there is a lot of Sentinels. Uh, Parker makes mention of, oh, he must have fixed the thing that I thought I blew up. Oh, yeah, because earlier when they were like, there's too many Sentinels, Sky went, but you just broke, and then they were like, he must have fixed the thing. <laughs> they answered and, Sky's yeah. question as he was yelling at the TV. I do appreciate that. So Vera's flying it around and shooting the Sentinels, and uh, Parker throws up a firewall because some of the shots go wide. I don't and... think they go wide. I think they go straight for <laughs> But they're fine. And inside the clock, uh, I was going to call him Lance. Inside His name is Austin. Clock. He was holding a lance. Um, he stabs the worm, which th- jumps at him somehow, and he splits it in half. And the sorcerer notices that this has happened. And he's holding a worm, and he says, two worms are better than one, and then he eats a worm. Is that the little worm out of the bottom of a, a bottle of tequila? Is he just getting, like, blasted? Uh, I think that it's a maggot from the various food oh, that yeah, he's that- left out. It probably just fell out of his hair or something, because he's, he's <laughs> like a spooky gross. witch. He is. Well, he's a sorcerer, Jake. Oh, yeah. That's like a man's spooky, spooky sorcerer. Witch. Uh, but he mumbles something about two worms being better than one, and the two halves of the worm turn into two separate worms, uh, which seems like a real problem for Austin, but uh, he resolves it pretty quickly <laughs> yeah. and easily. The worms are dumb. Like... He tricks one into leaping at him, and the other worm eats it by mistake. Because he leaps out of the way. Yeah. And then the sorcerer yells, undo, undo, as though that's a thing that can happen. I'm not... It's hard to parse this. Like, how quickly do your actions in the real world take effect in the internet world and whatever? But it's too late because Austin uh, spears the other half of the worm that still exists, and it eats itself. Yeah. And the problem is solved. He tricks it into eating its own tail. And I guess it explodes or something. It's real dumb. Uh, meanwhile, Vera's still flying the ship around shooting, and we get uh, some repeated footage. Yeah, that was just exactly the same, wasn't it? Yep. Son of a bitch. Yeah. And, and Megabyte is like, well, we're done here. And then he leaves with uh, the remaining Sentinels, which only seem to be like five. Well, they did a really good job. I guess so. Vera asks the kids, what did you think of the weapons? And Tam Tam says, it would have been better if you weren't shooting at us. 
And to be fair, like, she did save them because they were being overrun because there were so many of them. Yeah, these kids are just being bitches. <laughs> yeah, and they were fucking fine. Yeah. Parker threw up a wall and they were just fine. But Tam Tam gets very sad at the fact that she almost hurt them. Yeah. Uh, They're not Tam Tam. Uh, Vera. Vera, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I heard what you meant now. You said. Yep, that'll happen. So then uh, Austin pops back out of the hole. He's like, yeah, I killed the worm. I divided and conquered. And nobody knows what happened. So that's just the thing that doesn't make sense that you said. <laughs> it's all right. They all just seem to ignore it and move on <laughs> quite quickly. It's way easier. Uh, so Vera is sad and she uninstalls her uh, her upgrade. And she cries a single tear. Yeah, a single tear for her uh, short teenage emotional years. <laughs> or day, I guess. Yeah, and it's, it is the fakest looking tear. But I guess she's supposed to be mostly robot now again. I, yeah. I just want to know how much of her is a robot and how much of her is person. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't have whatever would make her have regular emotions. But she seems Guts. to be... Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's a picture of her brain on the screen, but is her brain just run by circuits? Is it just like... Maybe it's a Jarvis situation and it's a digital brain? Oh, yeah, that's possible. I assumed it... Because she came out of a bio 3D printer. That's why it's confusing. We're never going to get these yeah, questions Yeah, I don't know. Answers. It's our fault for asking these questions. So the the kids win, and they come out, and Vera says, I'm glad you're okay. And then Parker hugs her, and it's real awkward to watch. I guess she did offer to hug them. Yeah, he didn't just hug her. She says, you did it. You want a hug? Or would it be appropriate for a hug? Yeah. And then Tam Tam is angry because you were out of control. It's like, no, she saved you. But sure, why not? And then they discuss emotions. There's not... TV shows nowadays don't do enough emotion discussion. Discussing. (laughs) So for being such a bitch about it, Tamara's like, yeah, you know, you you made a mistake. It's fine. And to be fair, she... You guys were safe that whole time. Uh, They explained... to uh, Vera that it's normal for teenagers to have rapid shifts in emotions um, and she decides that she's going to experience it but she's going to do a lot more gradually than all at once which is a good idea Yeah, Tamara says uh, something to the effect of you need an outlet as well that's why I vlog yeah and Trey does shooting hoops he's no Austin who snowboards and then Parker says he hugs because he's a weirdo in a creep, and Tamara stops him from hugging the robot lady again. But Vera has decided that her outlet will be dancing. How long do you think until Parker realizes he can sneak down here, have access to Vera's brain, and, like, just... I'm gonna cut you off right okay. there. Okay. <laughs> so Vera grabs uh, grabs the phone and asks Ala- or Alex, I was gonna call her Alexa, because that's too many A names, uh, asks Alex to uh, play the song, and then she starts doing the... F- Severe movements of Vera dancing. It's called Dancing Sky. It sure is. I know you've never done it. That's pretty true. And then the other kids start dancing also. And Austin once again finds his way to the back to hopefully go unnoticed. (laughs) And again, I get it. We've all been there. But also, this is room zero where you can go into the internet. Why are they listening to music on a phone instead of hooking it to a couple of speakers? One time I danced so hard I gave Sky a bloody nose. (laughs) That is true. <laughs> that happened. Whacked him right in the face. I feel like that was junior year? I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, you did punch me in the face by accident. <laughs> to be to sometimes, be fair, I was standing too close. Sometimes the music just takes you over. Yeah, your robot got real violent. <laughs> I'm not very good at stuff. <laughs> I've noticed that. 
<laughs> we we spent a lot of time together, Jake. I uh, my death perception has gotten much better than it used to be. <laughs> well, to be fair, it was in that sweaty gym and the lights were down. Yeah. Was it my nose or was it my braces that cut my lip? Oh, uh, I don't know. You were bleeding from the face. Yeah. It was a pretty normal thing for me. <laughs> Both of those things happened several times. So. <laughs> this is a dangerous time for my face. <laughs> Sky's adolescence was spent just with a bloody face. Yeah, that'll happen. Uh, so we cut back to the uh, internet, internet sec- security yeah. offices. And the fellow from earlier is talking to some lady who seems to be in charge. And he's telling her all about the dark code and the sorcerer is using it. But they can't trace it because of the Nova X3J prototype, which, as we've established, creates its own internet somehow. With technology is how. (laughs) Right. But it's not an internet they can trace, even though it connects to the regular internet. It doesn't fucking make any sense. And they're not going to try to make it make sense. It's fine. Yeah. But uh, they've noticed there's a different code, which is different from the other code, which might be connected to the sorcerer. Yes. And it falls vertically instead of going horizontally. <laughs> right. So she gives the task to him to, you know, keep an eye out for more dark code. And uh, meanwhile, on the internet at Megabyte Spooky Castle, uh, the sorcerer is yelling at Megabyte because his army failed him. And Megabyte's like, look, dude, I'm working with the army I got. I'm making more of them. Right. I stole these from a uh, fucking children's game. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. Um, and the sorcerer says, this is not good enough. You're failing, so I'm failing. Blah, blah, blah. Then he says out loud, maybe I need more megabytes. Two megabytes. Which seems like a really bad idea, because megabytes are already pretty conniving. Multiple megabytes are called megabits. <laughs> I think they're kilobytes. Me- me- mega boots. Uh, when do we get hexadecimal? I don't know. It I might think be that's s- probably soon. As because... Or it's season two. Could be. I want it now, damn it. <laughs> She's a creepy and interesting character. When do we get more Fong? <laughs> we haven't gotten any Fong, so it's probably for the best. So I guess the sorcerer is going to copy-paste Megabyte, and that's that's where it ends. <laughs> yeah. So Jake, huh? what was the most turtle-rific part? Uh, oh, crap. The dancing sky. <laughs> Uh, sorry, no, that's I just, it. Okay. Oh no, I sorry, I just read something up there, and I we'll we'll discuss it later. Sorry. Um. Yeah, they did good dancing. Did they, they did, though? Well, they did dancing, and who doesn't like a dancing, right? Oh, you don't. I forgot. Right. We already went over that. It's kind of my brand. What did you think was the turtlerific thing, Sky? I don't know. Nothing really stood out in this. Yeah, episode this episode to me. is just it was it just kind of happened. Very filler. They probably wrote I nine thought... episodes, and they were like, "We need one more. What if we gave Vera emotions that <laughs> run yeah, on I'm music?" Gonna, I'm gonna say that uh, Vera getting to experience human emotion was pretty neat, right? You really get to watch someone experience that for the first time. <laughs> That's true. The actress did a pretty good job. Uh, who was the most likable or effective character? I'll tell you, Sky. It was Alex. A L Y X, Alex. Okay. Tam Tam's phone. I guess. Yeah. Alex did a pretty good job of playing that music. She left it on shuffle. It's stupid dumb. I'm going to give it to the actress. I guess I already did that. Uh, you like can do we'll... it again. There are no rules. Uh, it's your podcast. It's true. It certainly wasn't Megabyte. He didn't do anything. Like, he didn't even throw an energy ball at it. That's anybody. true. Or do that thing where he throws it up in the air and then kicks it. Yeah. He like Pele. 
Yes. Name any other soccer player. Uh, David Beckham. Okay. That's the only that other is, one. That is the end. That's the only one I can do, too. So. Do you only know Pele because of The Simpsons? Uh, no. No. Oh. I think I had heard of him through different channels, but I only know it was definitely reinforced the by The Simpsons. But most of what I know is because of The Simpsons. We're right in that sweet spot of being <laughs> that perfect age. Uh, I don't know. I don't really think there was a very effective or likable character. Um, I'm sorry. What about that man who tried to sell uh, Tamara kale chips? He's like, you know what? No, no, no. You ain't I'm got g- any money. I'm going to give it to Tamara because she didn't freak out on the guy running the <laughs> yeah, that's true. The cash register because her card didn't work. She was like, oh, whatever. And went on with her day. So yeah. Good job, Tamara. She tried it once. It didn't work. And she said, mm, no chips for me. Yeah. She, I tried to be healthy and then you know, just walked away. Guess I'm going to go Politely. eat a donut. <laughs> go eat a free donut. Because nobody, nobody carries cash. No, it's the goddamn future. Especially in the video game high school. I'm a little surprised they don't have like an in-house card that their parents put I money on. I would almost certainly assume they do. Yeah. And that must be some sort of extra like thing you can buy. Because every school has that now, I think. I would think so. Hersher does. Hmm. I'm going to give it to Tamara. Way to be not a jerk. Yeah. So Jake. Uh, what? What'd you do for your pop culture oh, palate cleanse? Son of a bitch. Um, when did we record last? Let's see. I think we watched Christmas Vacation. That's pretty good. I started reading my book about uh, Christmas songs, so I've learned about Christmas songs and many of their tragic backstories. <laughs> way more, way more tragedy than you'd think. Um, I'm only up to uh, Jingle. Or no, I did Jingle Bells. What was the last one I read? Um, oh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Rife with tragedy. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. I, I don't think I've. No, I haven't read any comics or anything. Because like I said last week, they all they all got canceled. So I only have like <laughs> two a week now, if even. So I haven't been to the comic book store because they had to make it worth the trip. That's fair. Um, Yeah, I've been listening to my Feel Good playlist a lot. My Good Vibes playlist. I'm sorry, that's what it's called. Which is full of Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> Sky, how about you? <laughs> well, I've had a pretty dumb week. Um, But uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate came out, which is pretty neat. Oh, did you see the trailer for that uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance on the Switch? I did not, but I had heard that there was a game coming. It looked all right. I'd, yeah. I'd play that. Maybe you should buy that so I could play that. Yeah, maybe I will. Twice and then never again. <laughs> maybe I will, Jake. Maybe I will. <laughs> Excellent. I did learn this week that if you take CBD oil... Oh, I'm just going to push the microphone There's away. a good chance you will not pass a drug test if they are searching for marijuana. Uh, also, if you're a big pothead like Sky. No, I'm a huge, huge square. He's the worst. I bet most people would have accused me of being a narc, except I'm cool about it. <laughs> I don't care what you do if it doesn't affect me. I uh, accuse you of being a narc all the time. <laughs> but uh, that my certainly mom. screwed up my plans uh, for leaving my current job for a different job. So we'll see how that plays out. I wasn't really cleansing, but it's uh, definitely a thing that happened this week. You always got to take a big poo before a drug test guy. <laughs> It's not what they collect. No, but all the waste goes out with the poo. That's a whole other system. Yeah, but it all starts at the same place. <laughs> the mouth. You're not wrong there, Jacob. Then it all goes down into the gut. Then it gets all processed in your gully works. You're not watch, wrong. Watch a goddamn magic school bus. <laughs> I have. Oh. The one where Arnold ate too many carrots and turned orange. Is that a thing? Yeah. I, I mean, I know I've seen it in the past, but I don't have them memorized. Like They've gone into a bunch of kids, really. I think... Hector? Carlos. Carlos is the is the one who got sick and they went inside of him to see the germs. Oh. And then 
Arnold, they went inside because of his weird skin problem. I think you're thinking of the movie Osmosis Jones. I've never seen that either. Really? It seems like you'd like that. I thought you really liked maybe. Oh, no, it's Placky who loves Osmosis Jones. <laughs> they had a cartoon for a while. Yeah. Did okay. you like that? It was all right. Hmm. I guess I just assumed like everything with David Hyde Pierce in it. Because <laughs> you like Hellboy 1. <laughs> I mean, he's not a bad actor. He played Cecil. And Niles. Sky. Yeah, but you Cecil. Forget, he's a tour de force in <laughs> Frasia. It's true. He also plays a character in Treasure Planet, which is a very good but forgotten Disney movie. Is he the, isn't he the main? No, he's not the main character. No. He's, he's, that's Michael J. Fox, isn't it? Nope. That's, no, that's you're Atlantis. Thinking of Atlantis. Uh, <laughs> the main character is played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh. Yes. You know, my crush. But yeah, nothing really else happened to me this week other than that one thing, you know, ruining my plans but uh we'll figure it out heck yeah no matter maybe sky will be unemployed for a while and we'll record podcasts all the time <laughs> that seems to be possible uh guys give to our patreon sky needs it maybe it is give time to, to our start se- one give it to our secret patreon that you won't tell tell me about it so he doesn't it, have to it's share. spelled different it's spelled paypal and you can just <laughs> send me money directly set up a venmo too sky that way you know they don't have to work hard to to support you <laughs> You uh, go to your house and you're going to have a lot more jewels. <laughs> what are all these jewels from? And you're like, never mind. Never you mind. All it takes event, is one Nigerian prince, Sky. To do what? To love our podcast and oh, okay. want to give us money. It's usually not their MO. No, you're thinking of the made-up pretend Nigerian princes. <laughs> okay. Ugh. My mistake. Yeah. How could I? How dare I? I'll slap you silly. Anyway, uh, that'll probably do it for us this week. Probably. That'll do it for this week. We um, will be... I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, if you... How the hell do I f- close this? I you forgot say, how to podcast real hard. You say if if you want to if you wanna send us an email, email us at uh, failed pop culture... That's pop culture failure. <laughs> See, it's hard. <laughs> I've never had to do it before. <laughs> you say if you want to send us an email, you can email us at popculturefailure at gmail.com or you can tweeted us at pop failed pop culture without the e at the end hmm. on twitter um you can find me i'm sandwich surplus and then i say uh i am midwest love affair uh and you can always rate and review us on on uh, apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and so say all that eh, i'm good <laughs> okay <laughs> Well, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, we will come back next week with episode whatever, seven? It's the seventh episode. It's called Game Day. It's the one where Trey has to decide between the internet and basketball that uh, we knew was coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to take place at Virus Asylum. Ooh. Where there's at least a cat. Yeah, we know there's a cat. Probably a couple of Dementors. <laughs> well, the Dementors work for the prison until it's it goes sideways yeah i was gonna say the dementors work for the good guys too for a minute but what else i suppose they're probably gonna tell us what else is in there and why it's a valuable target yeah probably hopefully seems like a a weird thing to to target for right now but anyway we'll be back with that and and maybe a couple other christmas surprises yeah probably i've got at least one thing that i'd like it sounds really stupid it is it's great uh but we will see you guys then yeah uh bye everyone (laughs) bye
Does this pick up the, the thumping of the dog? Probably. Very faintly, I think, those little squiggles. 